Okay, back in this Friday afternoon, been a lot of talk, of course, last couple of weeks about rising gas prices. And that's had a lot of people talking about and considering high-tech EVs, electric vehicles. And whether it's an EV or a combustible engine vehicle, our cars really, and we've talked about this from time to time, they've really become kind of rolling technology, right? Technology on four wheels. But have you ever stopped to think what your car knows about you? Ponder that for a second. What kind of info is your car gathering on you, and where is that information going? Ann Kavukian is Ontario's former privacy commissioner, is the executive director of the Global Privacy and Security by Design Centre, and joins us now for more on this on a Friday. Ann, good afternoon. Thank you, Jeff. Hi. Okay, uh, what kind of information are our cars gathering on us right now? Well, where you go, where you go, your travel, there is so much information that a car can potentially reveal about your activities and your whereabouts. And the darn thing is, the cars we used to have, not the electric vehicles, but the existing cars with gas, etc., that information was yours. The car owner owned the information, owned the car, and that was the end of that. Well, no longer, apparently. Uh, automakers who are producing electric vehicles, um, they want to hold all the power in terms of uh, owning your data and selling it out to various groups who might be interested in it, which is to me, appalling. Yeah, I know a lot of EVs, and I'm going to mention just Tesla off the top because I think that's obviously the most uh, well-known yeah. brand uh, right now. They do a lot of what they call over-the-air updates, which uh, people uh, think are and believe to be uh, fantastic. Instead of you know your car going in for recall, you know it's much like uh, your phone. You just uh, uh, you plug it in and you upgrade it. But then again, you are connected right to a Tesla or yeah. whatever sort of car yeah. company, and this is where this data is now being traded. Exactly. And that's the problem. You see, privacy is all about control. It's about personal control relating to the use and disclosure of your personal information, which includes your activities in the car, your whereabouts, where you're driving, etc. There's a lot of information there. So the fact that now we're going to EVs, electric vehicles, somehow you're going to lose all that control. There's no reason why you should lose any of that control. And that's what I find appalling. Yeah, where is all of this information going about our whereabouts, where we're traveling, how long yeah. we're in the car? Is this a similar to what we've seen and talked about in the past in regards to things like social media and Facebook taking our personal information, yeah. monetizing it? Is that what's going on now with the car companies? A good comparison, Jeff. It's very much that. Um, automakers uh, should be serving as the gatekeepers of data access, not putting it out there. Um, they They shouldn't be the ones in control, the individuals, the data subjects, or the car owners should be the ones who make decisions relating to who their information is released to and how it's of benefit to them or not. Yeah, Sir Ben, and whenever you and I talk, we always talk about transparency. That word comes yeah. up all the time uh, when it comes to a privacy in your rights. Has there been enough transparency here and enough talk about this? Hardly any. I mean, these these automakers of the electric vehicles, they feel that they're going to be the, the, the gatekeepers of, of data uh, and accessing of data. And they're resisting um, specific regulations for in-vehicle data. And, and that's what's appalling. They're saying, oh, well, we're doing it for the benefit of the, the, the car owners, for their safety, security, etc. That's nonsense. You can do that and not disclose the data to anyone who you decide to disclose it to you, you have to restrict access to in-vehicle data. 
And that has to extend to the, the companies that produce the cars. This is no different than our existing model. Okay, and I'm also going to ask you a question I ask you every time we talk about this. And whether it's social media or now the uh, car companies, I'm sure there's people in their cars, maybe in an EV right now, saying to themselves, why should I care? Why should I care that uh, the car manufacturer knows that I'm going to my kid's hockey game? Why should that matter to me? Oh, you know, I served as Privacy Commissioner of Ontario for a long time. And those kind of questions would come up all the time until something bites you and comes back and you're saying, oh, my God. I didn't know they had access to that information. It's none of their business where I spent my evening last night or the week before or with, you know, the point is you should be the one to make the decisions. If you don't care about having your personal information shared broadly to third parties unknown, fine. You make the decision to do that. This should not be a blanket decision made on your behalf by all of these EV companies. All right. Should there be an accept uh, button, uh, much like we see uh, sometimes when we have to download uh, upgrades and I agree, that sort of uh, form that uh, when you pick up your EV and you fire it up for the first time and you're signing in on the uh, fancy uh, screen, uh, they've got quite large screens, some of them, uh, big tablet yeah. uh, screens. Yeah. Should there be an opt-in or people be it made be aware awesome. of? You're absolutely right. It should be opt-in because with opt-in, people make a conscious choice that they want to partake in whatever service is being offered to them. And so they have to think about it. Most of the time when you have an opt-in, people don't opt-in because they decide, why do I want to give away all my information? So an opt-in is a much safer model for individuals who can decide if they want to share their information or not. Is there a potential benefit here? And again, I'm going to draw the comparison to social media because some people have enjoyed actually uh, targeted advertising. And if my car knows that I'm heading out to uh, a steakhouse, a particular steakhouse uh, for dinner, and my car could send me a coupon for that uh, steakhouse, well, then all the better. That's great. As long as you make the decision that you wish to have that take place and really think through what the implications are of third parties unknown, knowing your whereabouts and at what time and et cetera. As long as you make the decisions, then it's fine. You just don't want these decisions made on your behalf by party, third parties unknown. All right. Just finally, Anne, is this another case of uh, the law catching up to technologies or technology? And is this something that uh, should be on lawmakers' uh, radar? It is on lawmakers' radar. They're now um, specifically looking at a law um, the EU is moving towards the world's uh, first legislation on connected cars. And um, this fight over access to vehicle data is just beginning to intensify. All right. Really, really interesting stuff. And I think eye-opening for uh, a lot of people to hear this afternoon. And appreciate the time as always. And have a great weekend. My, my pleasure, Jeff. Thank you. All right. Anne Kavukian is the former privacy commissioner for the province of Ontario and the executive director of the Global Privacy and Security by Design Center. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.